What's up, Uneducated Duo Podcast fam? My name is Pablo. And I'm Gerald. And this is episode 51. Nice. It's also Black History Month, February. February. That's how you say it, right? February. February, man. There's a fucking R there that nobody ever pronounces. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Black History Month. I fuck with it. So Black History Month, right? This is a question I have about it before we jump into everything we do is... um. Most of the most times whenever I think of Black History Month, it's always in terms of school. You know, like I hear Black History Month and all that, but the only time it was more relevant in my life, I guess, was when I was in high school or junior high or something, because that's when you would really learn Black History things. Yeah. Or like in real, there's no like Black History, I don't know, parade, parade or, or something. Yeah, something going on. You know, I don't hear about events or anything. Is yeah. it just? Is it just mainly for schools? No, I mean, well, it's like it's a whole month, you know, so it's just basically a month that's been because, I mean, as far as like events going on, if that's what you're referring to, there's not like any huge events going on. It's just like a symbolic thing for people to think about because like my like kids, President's Day, but yeah, 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 civil rights. Yeah, exactly. Just something to get people's mind, not get people's mind off what happened, I guess, basically. Like a remembrance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. That makes sense. I was a little, I was just thinking about it. I was like, this is a little weird because like it's really pushed in school, but like outside of school, like you don't get like a day off of work. Yeah, I think formally (laughs) in school is where it's taught, but I mean, it at least gets the mind going with what happened, you know, don't repeat history. All right. Well, we start all our episodes with a one gotta go. And this time we did baseball movies and we only use movies we've both seen. Because I know there's a shit ton of baseball movies. I mean, we can think of some right now that he's seen that I haven't seen and vice versa. Because like, there's like a hundred baseball movies. Yeah. And a couple of years ago, this list would have probably been different, to be honest. Because some of these are pretty new. Yeah. Some of these are relatively new. All right. So we went with uh, 42, the Jackie Robinson story, just in case people don't understand that from the number 42. Uh, Moneyball, Sandlot, and The Rookie. Fuck yeah. All great baseball movies. Um, you know, and I'll just go ahead and start it off, bro. All right, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, first off the list for me is The Sandlot. All right. I would definitely keep The Sandlot number one. I just love this movie so much. Um, I was pretty excited when it came out on Disney+, Plus, but then a couple weeks later, it was like pulled from Disney+. Plus. It's um, on some other site now yeah well i don't i don't think it's on any other site but i think it's contracted through another company and the thing doesn't come up till some certain year or something but uh i fucking hate that about disney plus i love the movie so much man like i don't know why it's so Mm -hmm. iconic um it just really grabs my attention it was made in the the greatest year ever in 1993 because that's when i was born (laughs) i was gonna say what the (laughs) fuck how's that the greatest year ever and uh yeah, man, I just really enjoy the movie, the storyline. Um, there's just so much to it. I mean, I'm sure everybody that's listening has watched The Sandlot. And I don't know what attracts me to it, but just like the storyline itself is just so cool. You know, just a bunch of dudes hanging out. They're all friends, playing baseball. New kid comes in. I feel like it could relate a lot to like a lot of people's childhoods. and Just like a around. regular move. Yeah, and then there was the whole sequence with like, Wendy Peppercorn 
and okay Paladoris. i thought that shit was so funny trying to get the kiss from the lifeguard yeah yeah because i mean basically the whole movie is about baseball and how one of the kids is really serious about it and he's kind of just using his friends to train in baseball i guess yeah and um you know that one day they get one day off from baseball and they all want to go swimming and then this motherfucker pulls off that whole wendy peppercorn scene where he's like pretending to drown and shit and she saves him starts doing mouth to mouth and he kisses her like i just thought that was so fucking epic you know and um i really enjoyed the ending too like the ending's like a typical ending for a sports movie you know where like they're like oh this person did this this person did that what's a typical ending for fucking disney movies at the time i guess yeah yeah or like little kid movies i feel like you always get like the this is how their future turned out and know? it's funny too because i feel like they could have made like a sequel to this they might still but they did I mean, make a sequel no not the sandlot 2 bro i'm talking about like like a direct sequel yeah yeah we're like he's the announcer and he's announcing oh it's pretty impossible like, now though those guys are like super old yeah, yeah i'm like sure they could use different 15, actors or 20 something. years older <laughs> but i always felt like they could have continued that story really great because he was the announcer for his best friend or whatever so, so you mean you mean in adulthood right yeah yeah in adulthood yeah because i know they came out the Sandlot 2, but I refuse to acknowledge that it even exists. The Sandlot 2? Yeah, because the first one was just so good. Like, well, the Sandlot 2 is just like a rehash, right? It's like the same story almost, but like with, with like new kids, new kids and yeah. like a slightly different problem. Yeah, I just couldn't. All, all the characters were really iconic to me. Like, yeah, yeah, fucking Squint. I think the other guy's name was like Porker or something. Or that's what they called him. And they had a rival with like a team the only names i remember are fucking small squints benny the jet rodriguez yeah yeah smalls was actually the uh there's the, the fat, new kid right the fat kid i don't know the fat kid's name the fat kid was smalls no, no, no smalls was the new kid but yeah, i don't yeah, remember yeah. the fat kid's name at all yeah it's weird i don't know why it's fucking while you're blanking yeah i'm blanking right now dude you're yeah, putting man. me on the spot bro you put yourself on the spot you picked it first what do you mean yeah ham <laughs> all ham. i asked was the name hamilton porter <laughs> ham bro no you're putting me on the spot bro i can't put myself on the spot so ham was his name um just, i don't know just so many iconic parts in this movie and this is like this movie to me is like the uh what's that football movie with denzel fuck remember the titans yeah it's like the baseball movie or remember the titans for me because i can like like i'll put this movie on all the time even now like i could see it being that like in terms of like liking it right like yeah it's the baseball movie that you like as much as remember the titans yeah yeah for sure it is because yeah, the stories are way different <laughs> yeah yeah no the stories for sure are way different <laughs> but the movie itself is just like one of those types of movies where like it's just that movie that I can just watch and watch over and over again. My wife can attest to that. All right. All right. So Sandlot number one for you. Yeah. Sandlot number one for me. All right. Number one for me, pretty easy, is Moneyball. Um, I saw it when it came out, right? And then I, now I own the DVD for people who still own DVDs since everything moved to fucking Blu-ray or whatever. But I own the DVD <laughs> and I fucking love it. I rewatch them. I don't rewatch it all the time, but like I'll watch it. I don't know. Let's say a couple months go by, two or three, four, and then I'm like, oh, I want to watch one of the movies I own. I'll watch Moneyball. That's pretty crazy, bro. Because Moneyball came out in 2011. Yeah, like streaming was already a thing, and you went out and bought a physical disc. 
Well, I bought, I got the disc way later, like Black Friday, five dollars, bro. That's even worse, bro. <laughs> That's when you buy all the movies you can't, you don't buy normally because they're like twenty bucks. But yeah. I got Moneyball. I fucking love the movie. Um, I don't know. It's just something about baseball movies for me. Um, and I don't even play baseball. Just for fucking clarification, I played like in ninth grade on one team, and then I've done softball a couple times. But um, baseball movies capture emotion so well. Right, like you, a lot of them are really good at conveying what, like, the player or the coach or just the general, like, scheme of the team. I like the the emotion that they all feel. I feel like you get so much of that in a baseball movie, and it's so boring to watch a real game. Like, I can't watch a real baseball game, but in a movie, that dramatic effect and flair of knowing what they're actually thinking, like, really gets me involved. I like Moneyball because it's cool. You see fucking Jonah Hill, who's... I'm so used to seeing Jonah Hill in, like, funny shit, right? You see him in 21 Jump Street. You see him in fucking... That movie when he's little. Super bad. You see him in Super Bad. Um, A bunch of movies with Seth Rogen, where he's just, like, a side character who, like, smokes weed and is, like, an idiot. You know, so, like, his role's always been, like, the fat, stupid, funny guy. He's got a more serious role here. Yeah, but he's like, this is where I saw it. I was like, oh, this motherfucker's a real actor. Like, he's got real skills, right? He has that serious role. Um, I think he fucking goes heads up with Brad Pitt pretty well. Like, they're, they meshed really well. Like, there's certain acting group people that I feel like really work well together, right? So, like, for example, fucking Will Ferrell and uh, Mark Wahlberg are fucking dope together, right? The Rock and Kevin Hart? Not really, bro. I don't like it. I don't like the mix. I feel like it's a shitty mix. People like it. I don't know why they like it. I don't like it. It's all right. It's not the best one, but yeah. <laughs> Brad Pitt and fucking um, Jonah Hill was dope as fuck. And Jonah Hill and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio are super cool in Wolf of Wall Street, too. So like, I think he's he ups his acting chops. And in Moneyball... I like that it's based on in, like truth. Like It's a true story. Like They really changed the game of baseball with statistics. And they turned a shitty team, not a shitty team, but like a team, a small market team that doesn't have the money to compete with fucking rich ass motherfuckers into a team that almost made it all the way, you know, by picking players that are like discriminated against in terms of baseball. You know, like they fucking picked up a pitcher who just because his arm looks funny, most teams won't take him when he's throwing. It's like, that's such a stupid ass reason to not take somebody if they're good. And they're just going based off. If I remember Moneyball correctly, it's like based off the analytics, right? Yeah, yeah. Like they're just looking at like. There's a guy who wrote a statistical like book where he analyzes how baseball statistics can be used to make your team good. Yeah. And everybody just in baseball because it's so traditional baseball, they're all like, "That's a bunch of bullshit." And this was the first team that was like, "No, no, let's let's use that because we're we can't afford to pay people for the best players." He does this so much or does that so much, you know? Like, yeah, to get on base and shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just one of those. I think it's a good movie, man. I think it's acted well. I think that's what makes it even better is that, like, the people really fit their roles. And uh, fucking Hatterberg, bro, when he hits that home run, that gives them their 20th win in a row. Uh, Emotional as fuck, bro. I felt it. I felt it right here. And I don't give a shit about baseball. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with you on the part where you say that. Baseball's like so boring to watch. Like a real game. 
Yeah. No so, offense, but it is. No, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that there's people. I feel like technically baseball is really hard. Oh, yeah, it's hard. To play, but I mean, as far as like entertainment wise, I agree with you. It's like it just really doesn't grab my attention unless it's like the seventh inning and they're tied and they got bases loaded, you know? Like, yeah, unless something big is happening, right? Yeah. Or like it's a big game or something. Yeah, it's just a little bit too much for me, but good choice, good choice. Oh, yeah, Moneyball number one, bro. So, uh, number two for me is going to be 42. 42. The reason for me, I really love like these social injustice movies that show like the segregation that happened because I feel like you have to expose yourself to that kind of stuff to understand what exactly happened. Because I mean, you hear about what things that happened, but I feel like the movie portrays really well like the segregation and the um, basically like what Jackie Robinson had to go through. I'm just all for the like the social justice movement movies, you know. I agree. Those movies are dope. I like when you. It's not even just that for me. It's like true story movies are always more engaging because yeah. you even though you know a lot of it is like there's extra drama or extra scenes, you know, because of Hollywood. Yeah. Just seeing someone's story told like that is just way more interesting than like a made up movie. And I really, really fucked with the um, like. The story itself, because Jackie Robinson to me, like I heard the name before. I knew he was a baseball player, but I didn't know like the story story of him. And um, he was basically the first African-American player to play with whites in the big leagues. And um, you just kind of follow the backstory too, like him moving, him getting threats even at the games, he gets threats. Like other teams are giving him shit when he's in the minors, if I remember correctly, because he went to the minors first with white people. Um, and yeah, I mean, overall, just the social justice part of it is my big, big standing on this movie. The Sandlot is like super nostalgic for me. That's why it went number one. And 42 was like, what I'm about is like an adult, you know? All right. Like, I feel like it, a lot of my morals and shit are like based on these types of movies. Um, so, yeah, I mean, besides saying that, 42 is definitely my number two. All right. Well, let me give my number two because it's the same as yours. It's fucking 42. And I like it because it's fucking funny, man. Like it's, 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 it's watching something like that in hindsight, you know, anything hindsight is really interesting. So like, Fucking Nazis and all that shit at the time was probably like, oh, what the fuck? And then in hindsight, you're like, you can dive into the history, you know? For me, something that's always been super, that I've always kind of attested to super great movies is like, if I watch a movie and as the movie is going or as the movie's like at the end, I like pause and I fucking Google something, then I know I'm really interested, right? So like with 42... I think like halfway through or parts of the way through, like I stopped and I Googled. I was all like, well, to get more of the backstory. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like you watch the movie, you're happy. You saw the movie and then you're like, well, let me fucking read the actual history. See what actually happened. I'll fucking Wikipedia shit all the time. I know it's not the best fucking website for information, but for the most part, I mean, they got a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. And I also forgot to say, but uh, I'm a fan of Chadwick Boseman or RIP Chadwick. Um, oh yeah, as an actor. Yeah, because he's he always plays like super powerful minority roles. You know, like he was T'Challa in the Marvel movies, and that's like a big powerful role in the Marvel universe to me. 
Um, so yeah. he does. He does play a lot of like historical dudes. He was Jackie Robinson. He was. There's another. I think he was like a singer. I can't remember who it is. Yeah, he was a singer. I don't have it right off the top. Whatever. Of my head, he though. does a couple. Whatever. The fucking Forty Two is a dope movie, bro. Anytime you watch a movie that's got racism in it and fucking shows segregation and the whole fucking civil rights movement and like people who led it or people who were the first to ever do something like a part of it. Yeah. yeah, It's fucking interesting, dude. The first black player in the major leagues, you know, fucking getting death threats. There's a, there's a scene where one coach specifically is calling him like the N word and talking mad shit. And then one of his teammates finally stands up for him. And you're like, all right, right there. Like in that moment, that's where you're like, you know, yeah, that's where you're like, all right, maybe not all people are fucking assholes. Yeah, so he played James Brown, too. Yeah, yeah. So maybe not all people are assholes. And this movie's, like, more than just the baseball. Like, I know it's baseball, and I know he's, like, a great baseball player, right? Uh-huh. But do, do they really use that much baseball scenes? I feel like you see yes. him. I feel like you see him bat a lot. But, like... That's for, what I'm saying, though. Like, this movie has a lot of, like, the social justice background to it, you know, where, like... What he's doing is really impacting, like, the community, you know? Because a lot of people looked up to him back then because he was the first African-American in the majors with, like, all-white teams, basically. Yeah. You do see a lot of the baseball, I feel like, but it's not the majority of the movie. Well, yeah, the baseball is just, like, what he's good at, right? They show him stealing bases. They show him hitting because he's the main fucking character. Nobody cares about the other players hitting. But, um, yeah, all-around great movie, dude. I like how... They're able to, it shows like the division, even within the team, like right away, like certain players have to get traded because they just don't agree with having a black player on the team where other players are like, they slowly go from being like, from resentment to like acceptance to like friends. It's crazy because a lot of the players end up regretting it and shit. That they were assholes at the beginning? Yeah. And they ended up leaving because I guess. Not a lot of them. Some of them leave. I I don't remember if it was the manager or the owner. But he was the one pushing for like integration, basically. Yeah, it's their owner. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm taking 42 number two, man. Fuck yeah. That's a good movie. I got a shout out for baseball movies, dude. They're good. Yeah, I agree. Baseball movies are the shit. And I'm a big football movie fan. I football get, movies are good, too. I just sports movies in general because I've seen some good soccer movies. Sports movies are good because you can feel... If you've ever played sports... You can kind of relate. Yeah, it rallies like your inner competition and shit. Your yeah, competitiveness. Bro. All right, what are you going for your last two? So I got the rookie and Moneyball left here at the end. Right. It's a really hard choice for me, man. I know I got to choose one. Moneyball, I really enjoyed like the whole storyline of it. Okay. I, I know Brad Pitt's like such a huge star, but he was still like, I don't know how to explain it. Like he's he doesn't starstruck me, even though I know he's a huge star. Yeah, he seems relatable. Yeah, yeah. So, um, also, the Jonah Hill thing, like it was, it was weird to me to see him in a in a like serious role. I think he did a good job at it, but it was still hard for me to take him seriously. Okay, like, watching McLovin and shit, <laughs> like uh, super bad. Seeing his other roles, basically, it was super hard for me to take him serious. Um, so that would be a con for me. The rookie, I love the storyline, bro. Like, I don't know why. But I could put myself in the place of those kids, like playing on that high school baseball team. We're like, hey, coach, you know, we're going to go out there. You're telling us to follow our dreams. We're going to fucking 
we're going to work hard and get this championship, but we want you to go follow your dreams too because you can't be a hypocrite and tell us to do something. All right, well, for clarification, right, The Rookie is a movie that isn't probably as pronounced as the rest of these because two of them are relatively new and The Sandlot's like an American classic almost, right? Yeah, yeah. The Rookie's on Disney. If you guys don't have Disney Plus, it's on Disney. And it's a coach of a high school team who through the story eventually finds out that he can throw the ball like 99 miles per hour and then works his ways, his way up from the minors to the majors and becomes a professional athlete at like the age of fucking 38 or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just being like 35 true story. Yeah. And it's based on a true story. And I don't know why, maybe it's just cause it's in my head more, but I'm going to go with the rookie because it's more recent. (laughs) Yeah. That could probably have a big effect on why I'm choosing it. But I just feel like Moneyball, it was a good movie, but I couldn't take Jonah Hill very seriously. Like, opinion-wise, I disagree with you that Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill fit good together. You didn't like them in the movie? I wasn't a big fan of the duo. I mean, I don't think they... Like, it doesn't stick in my head like a fucking anybody with Will Ferrell sort of like duo, you know? Because anybody that Will Ferrell pretty much does movies with is great. At least for the bigger films that I know about. Um, so, yeah, I'm getting rid of Moneyball. I'm keeping the rookie. I just really like the storyline. It's got a bunch of the actors from other movies that I like, which is probably influencing me as well. As kids. Yeah, it's it's got uh, guys from the fucking Friday Night Lights. Um, it's got people from Fast and Furious, which is weird. It's got people from uh, the Denzel movie again, bro. Come on. Remember the Titans? Remember the Titans? Yeah, so I just, I really, really fucked with it, bro. Like, he was, like, basically giving up everything because his family was almost, like, going bankrupt almost. Like, they don't really go into detail about it, but she's like, oh, yeah, we're kind of behind, you know? And then he finally gets that call to move up, and I don't know, it was crazy. He almost gave up there, too, so. I really fucked with the storyline of The Rookie. All right. Inspirational. So you're taking The Rookie and you're losing Moneyball? Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, just just because. All right, well, I got two movies left. I got The Sandlot and The Rookie. And they're both wholesome movies. They're more like kid-oriented movies. that they're not, They don't have, like, adult themes. I mean, The Rookie has some adult themes, but they're not, you know, it's they're PG movies for the most part, right? I would say. Yeah, I would say the plot of The Rookie is a little bit more adult-based. Yeah, but they the do Sandlot's it. The Sandlot's, like, hanging out with your friends. Yeah, yeah. So, Sandlot, obviously, fucking... American classic, probably. I don't even. It's got to be like it's it's a renowned movie, at least in the U.S. I think. Yeah, I would and see. there's really fun parts to it. Like fucking, it, it gives you that sense of like when you're hanging out with your own friends, and you do everything fucking together. You baseball, just play sports outside. For me, it was like soccer, right? So me and my friends would gather, we'd play soccer, we'd chill, and then at the end of the movie, when like they're having this narration and the guy's like, well, slowly this kid moved away. And then that kid moved away. And it's so fucking true, bro. Like you, you have those moments as a kid where you're like hanging out with a group of friends. And then as you're older and older, you may be in touch with like one or two of those people. Now we used to always get into shit too, bro. Like them, you know, instead of in touch with a bunch of people, right. Lost that Jackie Robinson ball and shit. No, they lost it. It's a Babe Ruth. It's a Babe Ruth ball, bro. Yeah. I don't think I would ever be that dumb, though, but they, that's the whole plot of their movie is they have to get the Babe Ruth ball back. 
I've done some stupid shit, so I can't say I wouldn't be that dumb. I mean, the level of that stupid is pretty stupid, though. Like that's. But the- you're a kid, you know. You just see a baseball. You don't really know what it's about. And- All the other kids knew. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't like. Oh shit! This is signed by Beirut. Let's still play. You know. He's just like, oh, there's a baseball that he cherishes. It's an extra ball. Let me go get it. You know. True. Because he was super clueless about baseball. Because he thought Babe Ruth was like a girl. He thinks it's a girl. Yeah. Baby right. Ruth. Yeah. All right. So the Sandlot, American classic. Uh, fucking fun as fuck. The kids are dope. There's there's just really memorable scenes. And I honestly don't think any of the actors in that movie ever went anywhere. I feel like that was like their, their shining moment. Because like they still reference that on like their Twitters and Instagrams. They were child actors. Yes. Then you got The Rookie, which is a really heartwarming story. I don't know if it necessarily goes like that in the real life version. But Disney makes... Or if Disney made it, I think it made Disney made it. They make it really compelling, you know, because he he had a dream of baseball, doesn't quite make it. Everybody knows that he doesn't quite make it in his like small little town because he lives like a little rural town. Yeah, and they all know his history. They're all like, "Oh, he didn't make it. He wasn't quite good enough." And then he fucking fast forward. This dude's like thirty five, coaching normal kids. One day he's just throwing the ball. <laughs> Right, they're like, "Oh, coach, why don't you throw for fucking practice?" He's like, "Ah, oh, whatever." He's just throwing, and the catcher's like, "Fucking whoa, man! You were throwing some heat. My hand was hurting." Right, just like nonchalant. Yeah. And then he it slowly progresses. He goes to a real tryout, and um, they're like, "I don't know how to tell you this, but you just threw like ninety nine miles per hour, like consistently." It's funny too, because the recruit remembered him from when he was younger, and he tried out. Yeah, he thought he was there to bring some kids. Yeah, he's like, you bringing some kids here to try out? He's like, no, nah, it's for me. And he's got his kids and shit, too. Yeah, he's got his baby and shit. They so, call him over, and he's changing a diaper. Like, the movie's just so good, bro. Yeah, I told you it was good. It's good, bro. And then I like how he does that. And he makes the decision. Well, obviously, he fucking he was really good. Uh, he has to go through the minors. You go through this like little period where like his family struggles, and then he makes it to the pros, right? And just making it to the pros you have to, at the smallest salary, you know, you're not set for life, but you're making money to pay off his bills and put some away or invest whatever the fuck he wants to do with it. You're gonna be good, yeah. Yeah, so it's a good resolution to the whole story, and it's based in truth, which which gives you that extra, even though you don't know how much truth you saw. Whenever you see fucking based on a true story in a movie, you're like, oh, all right, cool. You know, like that really happened. There was real, um, real struggle, right? Cause real struggle is always more impacting than like a movie with a fake struggle, I guess. Yeah. It's tough for me, dude. Cause like one of them is like the nostalgia factor. You're right. Like it's hitting me like in my head where I'm like, Oh, that was cool. Here's the memories of me watching it as a kid. And the other one is like, the story drives so much of it. And like, now that I'm an adult, you know, I can appreciate the story more and the themes and overall what the movie was trying to represent, I guess. Yeah, man. So it's tough for me. I think I'm going to go, I'm getting rid of the Sandlot and I'm getting rid of the Sandlot just because I'm, I'm thinking of it now. And I'm thinking of the way I like the things I like to watch now. And I don't know. I just feel like if I want, if I had to like rewatch one of the two, I would rewatch the rookie first just because I like the, I like adult themes in movies. You know, I like when movies have real consequence 
And like, yeah, the Sandlot is a laugh and it's fun to watch and it's upbeat. But sometimes I, I feel like I prefer now to watch something that makes me think, that makes me be like, whoa, that was crazy. Or something that makes me feel like the person had real struggle along the way. Yeah, bro. I'm I'm lost. I'm lost for words right now. I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, I, that's just how I don't know. It would I'm just more adult themed movies, or like more real. I like I like shit where real shit's going on now more than I do, like fiction. The Sandlot is fucking dope, though. Like I, I think it's dope. Yeah, because out of this whole list, if there was a movie I could go back and watch right now. Or watch again it's the sandlot always for me that's crazy but i gotta rewatch yeah. all these i think i think they have rewatchability yeah yeah they they for sure all do but it's just i don't know the sandlot just has this, like lion king bro just has a special place in my heart i don't know why i get that there's movies that do that shit like i can rewatch coach carter all the time that's one of them too bro i rewatch that movie so fucking much like off the top of my head right now that's the only movie i can think about that's basketball based what about Glory Road? No, I've never seen it. More than the game? Never seen it. He's got a game? Nope. Those are the only ones I thought of off the top yeah. of my head. Off the top of my head, <laughs> the only one I know about is Coach Carter, and it's like so beautifully done, but yeah. Dude, I recommend you watch Glory Road, because it's also about like segregation and the very first college team to start five black players. That's funny. I think I saw that fucking movie. Is it on Disney? It's on Disney. Okay, yeah, I think I did see it. I recommend it. It's dope. It looks like a hockey movie. I don't know why. Like when I was the, just the, going Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the dude's just standing there like, ha-ha, like pointing in one direction. Yeah, I can yeah, see it being it a hockey. It looks like a hockey movie. So or even why. just a coach movie. I didn't even give it thought, but yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, that shit's fire. I fuck with that movie. Cool, man. So uh, just to kind of summarize, I got rid of Moneyball and you got rid of The Sandlot. Yep. Now we're going to go to an ad and then move on to the rest of the fucking show. All right, man. We're back. And let's talk Super Bowl. Even though we're fucking recording the episode on the day of the Super Bowl, we're still going to predict to see if we're right. Yeah, just to clarify, the game has not happened. <laughs> yeah, it's like fucking one thirty right now. Yeah, so. All right, well, who you got, man? I. Okay, so. If people watch our show, not watch or listen to our show, whatever, they know I'm not really big into football. Uh, I've always been into soccer and basketball. So my football knowledge is limited. But at the beginning of this year, when the fucking Buccaneers acquired Tom Brady, right? And Gronk they got Gronk too. I, and in that moment, I was all like, they're going to win the whole thing because that's the fucking, he's the GOAT. Even I, who doesn't watch the sport, knows he's the GOAT of fucking quarterbacks. So, like, for me, I always thought them, and I just told people them. And it's slowly coming true. They're in the Super Bowl, so I'm sticking with my pick, bro. I think they're going to win it. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. Like, I'm not a Tampa Bay fan, but they pretty much stole our team. <laughs> and, I mean, look what they did, bro. Like, Tampa was a bullshit-ass team before Tom Brady. Yeah, now they're Probably in the Super Bowl. Should ask team after Tom Brady. I bet a lot of people are looking at it like um, a passing of the guard thing because there's always those in in sports. There's always that moment where like the up and coming team or the up and coming player has like a critical game against the guy who was the guy, right? Yeah. So like if Mahomes wins, people are gonna be like, "All right, well, 
Tom Brady should like hang his hat, you know, because it's like a passing of the guard. Yeah, I don't know if you know the whole reason why he switched. It was to get a maximum contract, basically. And Well, yeah, I know he's arguing with his coach. I know him and Belichick were not liking each other towards the end. That's what they said, but they came out with a statement saying that it wasn't true. It's, I think he's just financially trying to be more. <laughs> it's got to be somewhat the true, though, offer right? Him a, the Patriots couldn't offer him a maximum contract. I mean, I could see there being some why, backstory why with couldn't him and Belichick. They? they just couldn't, man. Like, not what he's wanting. I think they could, because didn't the whole fuck didn't the owner? I'm pretty sure the owner takes his side at like one point the season before, because there's like a huge yeah, he argument. Yeah, does he does? So why wouldn't he want to pay him the max? Because I I don't think financially it made sense to the team where like the Bucks have a huge cap space where they could offer him more money. I don't know. I don't know how and it look works. What it, it's paying off for them, bro. They're getting a Super Bowl because I'm. I think the Bucks are gonna win it too. I, I don't mean, know how it works though, but don't most. Most of the time, whenever a team's a player's on a team, can't that team offer more than what any opposing team can offer? They have like a. No, the, no. I don't think it is that just like that. is that just basketball? Because I think if we would have chosen, he would have stayed with the Patriots. I don't think he would have. He's a franchise quarterback. I, yeah, he's a definitely franchise dude. I think honestly that they could have offered him the same, but the coaches was the coaches. I think there really was a, a not a power struggle. A, a falling off between him and their coach because so. the owner, the owner publicly backed Tom Brady. So I don't, it's his decision ultimately. So I don't see why he wouldn't why didn't pay he get him. rid of Belichick. Then I don't, I don't get it. Why didn't he get rid of Belichick? Yeah, I think Tom Brady forced if the it. owner was with him, you know, well, cause I think Tom Brady forced the trade. Not right. No, he didn't force the trade. I'm pretty positive. It was, he was looking for a maximum contract and Tampa's the one that offered it to him. So, he just took it. I'm sure they had like some beef between Belichick and Tom Brady. I, I, I'm I'm into football, but I don't follow it super closely. But I don't think it was because of that. Really? You you think he wasn't? He just wasn't loyal. Yeah, no, he's so close to retirement. He just wanted a big payday. He just wants a big payday so before he bounces. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know much about football either. I just I would assume that he was more loyal. Because he was with them, fuck, what, 15 fucking years or some shit? He played with them his whole career, right? Basically. I have career. no idea, but I feel like if I was in the situation, I would have been more loyal. Tim Duncan and fucking Drew Brees were loyal. Yeah, but those are different situations. They're not the GOATs. <laughs> Drew Brees is close to being the GOAT. <laughs> yeah, but just close doesn't cut it in football or in any sport, literally. Well, yeah, for becoming the go, but he's still like a super reputable quarterback. I think he even like recently said he wasn't gonna like accept payment after he leaves because uh -huh. he still owed him some money or some shit. But yeah, I think the Bucks win it, bro. They're they're gonna win. That's my guess. I would I wouldn't put money on it because my rent just went up. But yeah, I it says got right here the main reason Brady left the Patriots is because the two sides couldn't agree on a multi year contract. Oh, so they only wanted to commit to one year. That would allow Brady to retire with the organization. So had something to do with the contract. Money, basically. And longevity, probably. Because they, they did have that whole, like, that moment where, like, Garoppolo was supposed to be the new guy, right? So I bet Tom Brady is like, listen, man, I'm still worth, like, three years. 
Yeah, it's weird because this article makes it sound like he turned his he didn't turn his back on the organization. The organization turned their back on him. It depends. I don't know. Because bro. it says I haven't read enough into the Patriots Tom Brady. were able to build a dynasty in large because Brady was constantly giving up the team, the team a bargain on their on his contracts. Yeah, a lot of those players do that. Tim so, Duncan did the same shit. Yeah, man. So he finally was probably like, listen, I'm I'm at least worth this amount of time for this much money. Yeah. And that's where the ripple began. That makes sense. I mean, fuck. If you're the go on a team, he's like the fucking Kobe Bryant of the Patriots, you know? Like, his whole career is known as a Patriot. And now he's going to have a little fucking period of Tampa Bay. So, I know that NBA teams, or like the commissioner or whatever, he told people in the NBA, he was like, don't go to Super Bowl parties, bro. That's how you get COVID. Yeah. The Super Bowl's never been a big thing in my life, bro. Like I watch it, but most of the time I don't watch it. I've never yeah. I don't really go out of my way that much to watch it. Unless I'm really interested. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't really give a shit about football, if yeah. we're being honest. Like, yeah, not really. Like huge storylines, yeah, but I, I like to watch if I know that like you're watching the best players. But a lot of Super Bowls, like, you know, a team will get there because their defense is amazing and it's like I'm not really interested. Everybody watches the Super Bowl for different reasons, too. Because, like, my team's not in the Super Bowl this year. But I think it's going to be a good game. And I enjoy the commercials. Yeah, the commercials thing has always been so fucking weird to me, dude. Because people are like... The, the commercials for the Super Bowl are really good, right? And it's the most profitable time. Like, if you have a commercial during then, like, you're guaranteed business for the commercial. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. But um, I don't personally, like... I've never, it's weird. I've never really cared about commercials, right? Nobody gives a shit about commercials, bro. But. Right. So like even Super Bowl commercials are like, in, like I would like, I don't know. I'm just so programmed in my head. Like if a commercial is on the TV, I'm walking to the kitchen to grab a fucking snack. Yeah. But these commercials, like they all have some sort of message or they're funny. Like I know, but they're always like syndicated, right? So like it happens in the Super Bowl and it's just the first time they're showing and then they, just, then they become regular commercials. Later on, no, like I've never seen them. Well, a they lot of replay some of them, but yeah, a lot of them become regular. I mean, commercials. this is like the premiere, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I've never been a fan of. And I think the high dollar it. value on a commercial in the Super Bowl is also why people watch them because they know they're paying a lot of money, so they want to leave like a lasting impression. Commercial. They want it to be entertaining. They put Basically, more like yeah. more uh, more production into these commercials because they this cost year, them more. Like, a lot of companies aren't even doing commercials like Budweiser, Coke, and Pepsi are not. And they're actually donating the money that they would use for a commercial. Like, I read that Budweiser is donating money to, like, COVID causes or something. It's That's crazy. smart. They yeah. should all do that. Because, honestly, we don't give a shit about commercials. People care, bro. I like the commercials. I like They even have, like, a whole thing where they're like, what was the funniest commercial? Or what was your favorite commercial? Yeah, well, some of them. It's true. In regular society... Like, I love DVR because you can skip the commercials. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't know. These commercials are entertaining, man. They do They do more skit type shit. It's like not really even a commercial. It's like it's like having a Geico commercial where, like, the SNL guys do a skit, and then at the end it says Geico. <laughs> to a point, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I've seen some pretty inspirational ones, too. Like Super Bowl weird. commercials? Like, not super inspirational, but, I mean, something that's like. I think the only Super Bowl commercial that I remember is the Pepsi one. Where like the they were playing the song and the dude was going with it like bobbing his head to the yeah, side. Yeah. That's like the most memorable one I have. Yeah, and the one that comes to mind is like a Budweiser one where like 
they're talking about the backstory of the horses and the company and shit. The horses? Which, yeah, because hmm. there's like Budweiser, Clydes, which are fucking massive horses. But yeah, I mean, nobody gives a shit about commercials. These commercials I don't really like to miss, but I mean, it's it's neither here or there. Super Bowl is a pretty entertaining game. What Super Bowl is it? Shit. That's a great question. You don't know what Super Bowl it is? LV? <laughs> I don't know what, the, what number is LV. Tell me, dude. You're fucking. You're asking the question. Fifty? No, it's not fifty. I have no idea. That's how unattached to football I am. I have no idea what Super Bowl it is. Who care, man? It's America. That's true, America. Fifty-five Super Bowl, fifty-five things. I don't know, bro. We'll figure it out. I'll mention it randomly here. Just later. Yeah. All right. Well, here's something that I want to talk about. There's a school in Utah that sent out like a form to all the parents that says they can exempt their kids from the Black History Month curriculum so they can opt out. They can they can be like, oh, my kid doesn't have to learn about Black History Month. And then they have like a separate, <laughs> I don't know, fucking study hall or some bullshit Trigger, like that. Uh, Super Bowl 55. All right. 55. Super Bowl 55. All right. Yeah. So. This whole story about Utah, we were kind of talking about it off air a little bit. To me, it's complete bullshit. I ran into it a little bit. Basically, the it's a charter school where they're doing it. The principal is sympathizing with a small group of parents. That didn't want their kids to learn about black history. Yes. And uh, so he sent out a form to the whole school offering all the parents to be able to opt out of it. And you were saying, too, like, what the fuck are they going to learn then? Yeah, that's okay. So I told you white supremacy history or something. It makes no sense, dude. So, like, you fucking first you sent the note out. And for the people who do do it, what where is your kid going to go? Is your kid going to be like in the white history class? Like fucking bullshit, dude. White black history is part of American history. Like, like, I don't see what they're learning here. I don't know. Study hall. Are they just going to have math fucking twice in a row? I don't get it. It doesn't even make sense that you would opt out of it unless like like the parents that initially complained that they didn't want their kids to learn black history. Like who the fuck are those guys? Right. And how are they going to a charter school? Like it it makes sense. Like who are these parents and what the what the fuck are they doing? And why? I mean, obviously, I wouldn't even ask why. I know why. I don't even agree with Black History Month in school in terms of like that being the month when black history is learned. You know? Why? Because you think it should be taught all year round? Not necessarily all year round, but like to to just designate a month to try to fill in like an entire fucking history. Well, I don't think they teach it every month. It's just part of the month. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's weird. Because like, so let's say uh, MLK, right? wait, Wait, you said you don't agree with Black History Month? I don't agree with the way it's used. Okay. So, like, MLK, right? Who's, like, a historical figure, right? Yes. Did something super important. Rosa Parks, all those people. I can see you setting a a month aside to, like, teach that. Right? But for me, it's weird that, like, they have to have a Black History Month to teach the Black History. Right? I think it should just be taught. I don't think... I don't think we should have got to the point where, like, they had to be, like... This month is designated for this everywhere. I think most people, I think it should have been like, this should be part of the curriculum no matter what. 
to that argument though, like I don't think it's the way you look at it because the way you're looking at it is like to me what it sounds like is like you're saying they're only teaching it during this month. Yeah. They are only teaching it during that I don't month. I think that's true. And to that I think it's more about the celebration of what African Americans have done in the country and what yeah, the history I, is. I get that it's like a celebration. It's like Fourth of July. We should celebrate the flag in the country every day now. I but guess. Technically people celebrate it on that one day. It's just like more of a celebration, even though that's just one day, but this month is just a remembrance of history. And they do emphasize it in schools more because it is a holiday, basically. Yeah, but it should be more I just think it should be more what's the word I'm looking for? Like um regularized, more in society. Like it should be celebrated the way like all history is celebrated, I guess. Cause like you see famous people like LeBron James or someone, right? Like there's a quote LeBron James just came out with where he's all like Black History Month for me is all the time. Like I celebrate Black History every every fucking month. Black excellence, you know, he supports black shit like that all the time, right? And to a point, like in my head, I'm like, yeah, he's right. Like we should be able to discern that through. Although I do know why we have a Black History Month because it does make sense that you need people to learn it. Right? I just feel like it should be part of regular curriculum. Like eventually I think it should move from like yeah, in terms of just curriculum, like it should if that's the day the months that they're using just to teach that, is that enough time to teach it? I don't know. Cuz I think there's stuff in history that I learned that made I was about to say it's hard to believe. About. It's hard for me to follow that because I don't know if it they're just strictly only teaching it during February. Yeah, I don't know either. And you could do like a whole class cuz you think about like junior highs or high schools or something, right? You have electives like Western Civ or um, U.S. History. They get rid of economics. They they have all kinds of fucking electives. Why can't you have a fucking Black U.S. History elective? I don't know, man. I feel like it's more of a celebration month with education included. In my personal opinion, but I mean, I, I see what you're saying. I think that's what it is. I think it is a celebration. I think it thing. should just be integrated more in the day-to-day routine yeah sort of like i don't i don't disagree with it i think it's cool that we have it i just feel like some of the stuff is like so fucking monumental to like the u.s and happened like so fucking recent that like there's like no real excuse not to teach it yeah i don't know it's 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 a weird weird thing to especially think. for these fucking people who are like fuck this my kid doesn't have to learn that it's like what are you that's fucking stupid that's, i feel like it's un-american it's just dumb. We got to be, I don't, honestly, when I picture it, I picture like a fat dude with a big ginger beard, People fucking got this, camo hat on. And he's like, my kid don't got to learn nothing about no damn black. I don't know. People like that have like this negative stigma with like, not, not negative stigma on what American history is, but they have like their own vision of what America is. His American history is, you know, like them beating the British and Confederates fighting against Patriots. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Dude. It's funny how we say that too. Cause we, you think Confederates and shit, but it's in Utah. I don't even think Utah was a state at the fucking time. Was it? No, no, but they, <laughs> they have very uh, conservative values. 
Yeah, that's weird. What would you do if, like, your school sent you that? I'd call the principal. Yeah, like, imagine your school. For my kids? Yeah, I'd like, I like, sent that to your kids. I'd be like, sir, why are you sending this out? <laughs> because, you know, morally, that's something that I believe in. And I feel like, and it's funny, too, because they mentioned that the uh, principal's a minority, too. Well, he says, they say that he's, like, reluctant to send it, but he sent it because of that small group of people that are, like, that pushed for it, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's the next. Uh, whoever requested that to have their kids not learn that. I'm thinking about the future. These are the next capital stormers. The next capital stormers? Yeah, yeah. It's just small minds, bro. Yeah, it's pretty fucking small minded. But yeah, fuck, fuck those parents. Yeah. If they're not listening, because they probably are. Yeah, fuck those fuck guys. Them. If you know them, fuck them. Yeah. If you go to this school in Utah and you aren't letting your kid learn black history, you can fucking lick my nuts. I don't like you. Yeah, I don't know. It's just such a weird thing, bro. Like like you said, if they sent that to me, I'd be calling the, the principal. I'd be letting him know my concerns with that, you know? Like, <laughs> it's fucking weird, dude. The more we say it, the more in my head I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, what the fuck? Well, it's weird, yeah, because, I mean, you would think the principal's like an educated guy, you know? Like, if there's a small percentage, I mean, you usually go with majority rules, you know? Doesn't seem like it's an issue for 98% of the school, but I'm still going to send this shit out. <laughs> I have an issue with people cutting in line when I go fucking pick up my kid. Why aren't they sending a letter out about that? Like in line with your car? Yeah, I hate that <laughs> shit at school. But I'm not, hey, principal, go send out a fucking letter, you know? No, I just flip them off. Yeah, you're just <laughs> mad in the moment and then get on with your day. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Oh, man. All right. Well, this is not related at all, but it made me laugh. So I told you about it earlier. I saw this fucking video of uh, a transgender woman and a bunch of regular women, right? And they're all athletes. They're uh, they're gonna, they're about to compete in the hurdles, right? Yeah. And I don't even know if this video was real. It was just labeled that way. I have no idea if it was actually what happened. But I'm watching this video, and the the girl who was transgender fucking destroys all the regular women like not even close like we're talking like if usain bolt showed up right now we tried to race his ass in the parking lot like that's how bad they got their ass beat right and in my head assuming the video is real i was thinking all right man maybe i need to we need to stop here real quick and rethink allowing uh men who've what's the word here i'm looking for men who've transitioned to womanhood. We're getting into a real touchy subject it's just, here, it's just, bro. I'm just it's saying. Like, I'm just saying, like, men who've transitioned into womanhood, competing in all women's sports, you know, it's just a little too, you there's know. There's such a big disadvantage, I think. Because, like, who's to say that I, – I read a whole – I watched, like, a whole video on this, right, you know? Like, People are so cynical they could say that they want to be a woman just to compete in women athletes. And women sports. women athletes just to be able to dominate the sport, you know? I feel like it's just not. Yeah, I'm just going to say it, bro. I'm not cool with it. I'm not yeah. cool with it. I saw the video and it was fucking funny. I'm, and this is no, like, shot at transgender people. Like, if you feel like you had a transition because that's who you are and that's what you identify as or want to be. Yeah, yeah. That's all you. Whatever, man. Be who you are. But, like. I feel like we think the same way. It's just like 
but to compete against like real women, like and then you're kicking their ass by miles or whatever, like yeah, shot, like, like ass whooping, dude. Yeah, like it's like it's like if you took like the man, the strongest man ever. The just how, how I think about it in my head. If I took the strongest man ever and the strongest woman ever, right? There's just gonna be differences. Like she can be stronger than men, right? But she's not gonna be stronger than the strongest man just because of like biology. Right? She just physically can't get as big. Cause like it could be a huge man. What's the biggest woman ever? I don't I just don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Quit trying to toe the line, bro. Quit <laughs> trying to toe the line. Bro, I'm usually pretty straightforward about shit, but I feel like this <laughs> this topic is like It's a weird topic. It's but like, a very touchy subject. It's a bro. touchy subject, and I know people are like Like I can easily say fuck Trump, but I can't easily say something about this topic <laughs> i just it's weird it's dude. very complicated man it's just weird because like, i guess it is because i believe in transgendered rights all right but i'm contradicting myself by saying i don't think they should compete in sports against women and i'm doing the same thing because like i said like if you want to switch whatever bro but i just don't think that like if i just like if i don't know i just feel like there's so many ways to cheat man if like michael phelps turned into a woman He's got eight more gold medals sitting for him at the fucking Olympics. Yeah. If he races all the women. Yeah, that sounds a little sexist, bro. <laughs> it's not, uh, eh. A little bit. I mean, that's why I'm saying it's super touchy and there's a lot that goes into it. But to be honest, I do think that if you have a male competing in women's sports because they've transitioned, they're going to be doing better. It's just an it's like an, an advantage, right? Yeah, because biologically men are more like beefier, I guess. Yeah, there's like I don't know what to call it. It's I don't know just, what to call it either, but there's certain men who are genetically like gifted and if they switched, yeah, cuz I mean just gonna fucking the PC people come ass. after us and say, "Well, there's women like that too." Yeah, but it's not as prevalent, you know. Yeah. I I, I guess see a PC person doing that. Yeah, it's just weird, bro. I've seen... It just reminds me... Remember the South Park episode? There's a South Park episode where, like, PC... They have a PC principal. Yeah, yeah. He's the most PC fucking person in this cartoon. And his wife's competing in women's sports. And then they take a fucking, like, a wrestler. They take, um... Uh, Randy Savage, like, the wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And they put him in the cartoon, and he's like, he's like, I identify as a woman! And he's just, like, a huge, ripped dude and he fucking destroys all the women in these sports i've seen that shit yeah. <laughs> and pc principal just looks confused he's like i agree that he should be able to compete but he just fucked my wife up you know like he just beat her and everything yeah so it seems unfair god damn it's just a video that made me laugh anyways uh lamella ball <laughs> <laughs> all right well moving on lamella ball <laughs> the uh nba player he just got his first start and he scored 34 fucking points. Kicking his brother's ass, bro, statistically. Yeah, dude, Lonzo Ball, you're a flop, bro. I'm sorry. I'm saying it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a fan of Lonzo. I'm, I'm a fan of the Ball family, but I, I, always, I always tell you this, bro. Like, Lonzo Ball just has, like, this really lax vibe feeling to him. Like, his. Did you see his tattoo? Yeah, that, that tattoo's badass. That sleeve he got yeah. of, like, all the. Uh, African American, yeah, like black icons. He's got like Obama. I think he had MLK. He had Malcolm X too. I think Rosa Parks was in there. Yep, Rosa that's Parks. a cool tattoo sleeve. Yeah, it is. I don't think I'd do something like that, but it was dope. I would. 
But uh, yeah, in terms of basketball, your little brother's fucking making you look like a bitch, bro. Yeah, and Leangelo's nowhere to be found, unfortunately. Yeah, and the middle brother, he ain't doing nothing. But yeah, man, he's been dropping points, and I've been seeing some big numbers just coming out of the NBA in general, bro. Like, Steph Curry dropped like 56 the other day or something, 64. It's crazy shit. But yeah, I mean, we always we always reference back to Lamelo because Lamelo's like we we like the Ball family in general. That's true. Uh, you know, our last episode we talked about um, stocks and Dogecoin and all that shit. And a lot of people that are they're crediting like Dogecoin, which technically people say is like worthless. But they say the reason that it's gone up so much in value is because Elon Musk is like putting out memes and like vocally supporting Dogecoin. He keeps saying Dogecoin to the to the moon. Yeah, Doge to the moon. And just because Elon Musk is like such a like savvy businessman, like a billionaire, like a fucking genius. People are fucking just, listening. Yeah, just him saying it is enough to fucking push the price of Doge up, right? Like this is this Dogecoin was worth like decimals on the penny. Yeah, and now even Snoop Dogg got into it and he like put up a picture of a dog and instead of it saying Snoop Dogg, it said Snoop Doge. So Snoop Doge. And that shit jumped like 30%. Yeah, he did that yesterday and then Dogecoin went up like 30%. It's crazy. These people are memeing their way to richness, man. And we're the pawns, bro. Yeah, we're the pawns. We're the, we're the ones that are like, fuck yeah, let's buy Dogecoin. Let's do it. Doge to the moon. That's what it feels like we're getting to. Yeah, it's getting pretty ridiculous. It's like the whole Wall Street bet things. You heard a rumor, right, that Elon Musk was going to do a Dogecoin commercial for the Super Bowl? I kept seeing, like, so I saw headlines of it. I never actually clicked on it, though. If he does do that, though, it'd be crazy. That's like the ultimate meme slash reality. <laughs> it's like you fucking bought out like a million dollar slot in the Super Bowl. Just a fucking meme. Elon's like that future guy. That's how you know, that's how you know you're sit, shitting money, bro. He kind of sounds like a robot. Elon? Yeah, when Elon Musk talks, same with like Mark Zuckerberg. When they talk, they sound like fucking androids. They sound like robotic people who can't even express emotion. Yeah, well, fuck, just the whole fucking... What he named his son, dude. It's like X, Y, G, C, Y. (laughs) (laughs) He did name his son a bunch of letters, right? It has to mean something. I don't know what the fuck it means. It's it's gotta mean something. It's gotta be like binary or uh, computer coding name or something. Like is X, Y, Z, (laughs) 249. Oh my God. That's so sad, man. I feel bad for that kid. Anyway, man, Doge to the moon. Go buy Dogecoin. Don't take my advice. Don't buy Dogecoin. Yeah, we don't give out uh, advice, but if you want, they're talking about it. <laughs> yeah, Elon Musk is on board, and he builds rockets, so got to trust him. Yeah, I feel like he's maybe he's from the future, bro. He's just already given his kid his name from the future. From the future? Yeah, that'd be crazy. I think he's, he's a robot. He's coming up with some innovative shit, you know? Dude's a robot, bro. People have been talking about electric cars for years, which that brings me to another point. Did you hear that by 2035, GM's no longer going to offer fuel, fuel-based fuel cars? Like make new ones? Yeah, they're going to switch completely to electric cars only. 
cool. That's huge. Hopefully they're affordable. I don't have an electric car. Do you have an electric car? No, but I, I'm looking into one. <laughs> Get a Tesla, fucking race that shit. Ludicrous mode. I'd start a YouTube channel like what it's like being a poor man with it. Dude, literally, you can make a YouTube video and be like, check out my Tesla, and it'll get a shit ton of views because little kids love Teslas. Yeah, and that's that's a main fan base, bro. It's little kids on YouTube. That's true. That's where the money's at. You don't tell people that's what you're doing, but that's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I know a couple YouTubers that would switch from adult-based channels to kid channels. All right, well, we got to cut to an ad and then move on. All right, we're back, and we fucking looked up how to pronounce Elon Musk's kid's name. It's X-Ash-A-12. But it's pronounced X-A-E-I-A-12. Dash dash <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I guess, when, I guess when you're a billionaire, it doesn't really matter because your kid's never going to need a job. So, you know. That's true. And he'll have private tutors and shit, so you'll never get humiliated in school because your name is fucking stupid. Because <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I've made fun of kids with normal names. So imagine if I went to school with a kid and his name is fucking the alphabet. I don't know. I wouldn't make fun of him. Fuck, I'd be friends with him. Nah. As a kid, as a kid, you don't know. That his dad's well. Yeah. Like, you just know him as a kid, right? So, like, you'd, you would make fun of him. Nah, I'm not a bully. You know, you've never bullied anybody? You don't have a bullying moment? Nah. At all? Not even sort of? No. You never made fun of anybody for fun? Uh, I'm not going on the record and saying that. <laughs> I, I, I've never bullied anybody. I got called into the principal's office. For bullying? Yeah, some girl like reported bullying when I thought we were just joking around. Like she was, so I was joking with her and she was joking back with me in, in elementary school. Next thing I know, I'm in the principal's office, and she's like, hey, if you make fun of this girl again, we're going to expel you. Because she took it too seriously? I guess. I just, I, I always tell my wife this, like, if you're going to joke with me, I'm going to come back harder at you. Yeah, I've never, I don't think I've ever been in that situation. I think, I mean, I've, I've been in the principal's office, but not for joking with people. Yeah, I guess I go too hard. I have seen it go too far to the point where, like, you know, you, you got to jump in and defend some people. Because, like, I had a friend who, in high school, everybody at our table would make fun of him, right? It's David? No, it's a different kid. David <laughs> didn't go to high school with me, bro. It's a different kid. He's getting made fun of, right? And it eventually led to, like, this other kid, like, slamming his face into, like, spaghetti. Jesus. Right? And at that point, I was like, all right. I remember you told me this actually. Yeah, yeah. At that point, I was like, "All right, guys, it's too far. It's too far. It's way too far." Like, you you're going from like making fun to like physical abuse. Yeah. But I mean, I have made fun of people, and I and I've done it in a respectful way. And a, not respectful, but I'm um. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain it without sounding like an asshole. But you're, like, you're a fucking bully, dude. I'm not a bully, bro. I've you just got. You're a bully. I'm not man. a bully, bro. I've just got quick wit. And if you're gonna come at me with something, I'm gonna come back at you, and it's probably gonna be more mean and funnier. And then you might feel bad. So you're a bully. But I definitely won't feel bad. Yeah, you're a bully. Because you started it. Damn. Cousin's a bully. Nah, bro. I don't bully people. I like to make fun of people, though. 
But only yeah, you- I feel like everybody does. Like you kind of just joke around with your friends and shit. But maybe just, just some people are more sensitive than others. Yeah, there's people who are hella sensitive, man. Like some people do. Like you'll say something, like they'll be joking around with you, and then you make your joke for them goes a little too far, and then they're like, "Hey, whoa, wait a minute!" And then it gets all serious. Oh, fuck, are you talking about, bro? Then it gets too real. Then you got to leave the situation or beat up your friend. Yeah. But I mean, with boys, that doesn't really matter. I feel like if you're guys and two dudes get in a fight, you can be friends right after. Yeah. I just know uh, it's also different for like brothers too. Yeah, brothers too. Yeah. It's whatever. Because my kids, like my younger one will beat up my older one when he wants something. <laughs> I don't know if it's just like boy nature or whatever. But, he like, just kicks his ass. like, hey, him. give me this. And he's like, no, it's mine. So then he punches him. <laughs> I'm like, punch him back. Don't be a pushover. And I'm not well, I'm not wanting to kick his brother's ass. I'm just like, what if somebody does that to you in school, you know? You're like, yeah, like somewhere where you're not around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they're just going to do that shit to you, too. Nobody wants to get that call from the principal where they're like, your son was in a fight. Because in your head, you're like, oh, my son kicked someone's ass. And then the principal's like, yeah, your son got his ass beat. Like, you show up and your kid's all beat up. That's got to be the worst. I've never experienced that side of it but like i feel like if my mom came to school and she was like like if they called and they're like oh your kid was in a fight come to the school and she showed up and i was the one that got beat up i've never been in that situation either but i'd hope i see like the other kid's dad or something and beat him up (laughs) you gotta redeem yourself (laughs) (laughs) oh my god bro you gotta redeem yourself yeah fuck hey your son what if what if the other kid's dad is like Way smaller than you or something. It's it's like a pride thing at that point. You don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck. I don't have kids, I guess. Like, that let's makes say sense. he's bigger. All right. I'll probably still fight him, you know? Like, <laughs> just just we, outside? We bitches over here. Outside the office. Like, yeah. hey, your kid went too far. Start be like, hey, him. buddy, let's step outside. Oh, let's man. Let's finish what your son started. That'd be so fucking funny, dude. That's a funny thing. That'd be a funny thing to see. I, it's you know sad because your kid got beat. i joking about it. I probably wouldn't do it because... <laughs> jail yeah <laughs> but uh jail it's just a funny thing to think about you know all right well we're gonna move on to the hypothetical moment we do this at the end of every episode it's just a fun hypothetical question just to kind of get the brain juice flowing yeah in this episode we have if you have a late night talk show wait if you have a late night talk show who is your first guest and why we preface this too much, bro. Like we talked about it too much. <laughs> well, we talked about talk shows, but we didn't talk bit, about like because even when Nick was here, you know, we talked about it. Yeah, we didn't talk about who. Like if we would had our own, he said he said who we would, and it kind of stuck in my head. So then, who would you have? What did he say? I don't remember what the fuck he said. So I'm gonna say two things here, because on most talk shows, you have more than one guest. Okay. Yeah, you bring in like two guests. So my first visit. Or my first person to come on would be my mom. All right. I remember him saying that, but that wasn't even on the episode. Yeah. No, it wasn't. That's what I'm saying. We were talking outside <laughs> yeah. of the episode about this. Um, so, personally, it would be my mom. But, like, famous-wise, I'd bring on Robert Downey Jr. Why Robert Downey Jr.? Because he's Iron Man? Because I love Iron Man, yeah. Just ask him a bunch of Iron Man shit? Just meet him and be like, hey, what was it like playing Iron Man, you know? I could probably look up shit, but I mean, I'm the one asking him, you know? <laughs> I just think he's a good actor, too. All right. Like, Why your mom? What would uh, you ask your mom? 
Say, mom, what was I like as a kid? You know, I just have her expose me on the fucking live TV. Because yeah. I'm assuming I'm famous because I got this fucking late night TV. Show. Yeah, you got to be. You're, at least if you're not famous, like you're about to be famous. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I picture myself as like a really handful sort of famous person. Kind of goes back to like these jokes I make, you know, people would be like, man, that guy's a handful. And then, you know, she'd be there explaining what it was like to raise a handful kind of guy. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't know. That seems like an interesting episode. I feel like bringing out your mom is a good, like a good call, because like people would expect like a guest, yeah, yeah, some super famous person to like increase your profile, you know, like episode one, and then you're like, nah, it's just my mom. It's my mom. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, dude. And then in turn, you make her famous. She could blow up on Twitter. Yeah, she'll be selling tamales, like hell. <laughs> She'd be on there promoting something like. Most Latino mothers sell like Princess House or fucking Mary Kay. She's like, yeah, Mary Kay. They're, they're Mary industrial, Kay. bro. My mom doesn't sell that shit, but that'd be funny. But your aunts, they sell like gelatin and shit, right? They sell a bunch of shit. <laughs> yeah. Blankets, all kinds of crap. All right. Well, I think, I don't know. If I had to pick a guest. Okay. So I think I would pick like. Oh, man. I'm trying to think. It depends your influence, too, because I could see... Like, I'm thinking about people you'd probably bring, and I know a couple of people. I don't know. I think I would want to bring on, like... In terms of a famous person, right? So, like, if I had to pick a famous person... Yeah. I think I would want to bring on, like... Fucking... His name is slipping my mind, and I can think... The fucking comedian... Dave Chappelle? No, the redheaded comedian. Oh, Bill Burr. I would bring on Bill Burr as a comedian, as like a famous person, because he's funny as fuck, and I feel like he'll roast the shit out of me, right? And I think that'd just be fun. I think he's an interesting, funny-ass dude. So that's who I'd bring on. <laughs> that's who I'd bring on as like a famous dude, right? Cause I like- I'm laughing because I just looked up Bill Bird. Oh, Bill Bird? Isn't that what you said? Bill Burr. B-U-R-R. Oh, okay. I was like, what the fuck? No, dude, Bill Burr. So I'd bring on Bill Burr because he's hilarious and he talks shit. And really? I think, and I think we'd get along. And then if I had to bring on, like, a, I guess, like, a special guest, someone who's, like, not really famous, I don't think it'd be my mom, bro. I think she'd be too embarrassed to get on TV. She'd be like, fuck that. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I could see you're not going. Right? I think I'd put on my sister. Mom wouldn't go either. I, I'd bring on my sister, Siklali. Because, like... I feel like she could tell stories about my life from her perspective, right? Because it's, it's not always going to be the best perspective because she's your sister. And, like, obviously there was, like, fights and shit <laughs> as kids. Would she go, though? I think she would. I think, she, I think she'd step up. you've invited her to the podcast. True. But I think, like, if I had a talk show and I was like, hey. Yes, I'm calling you out. So you can come on. I'd be like, come be my first fucking guest. She'd be like, all right, I'll do it. And then she'll just show up. And then, I don't know. We'd probably talk about something really fucking weird. Like. I knew I, I had know, seen fucking, this Bill she's, she's really into conspiracies and shit, so we'll probably talk about some conspiracy shit. And then me and Bill Burr, we'll just fucking talk shit the whole time. That motherfucker Bill Burr, he's from The Mandalorian, and he's also on the King of Staten Island. That's where I knew him. Yeah, yeah. I also wouldn't be, like, super formal. Like, you know how you see a talk show host and the dudes all have suits on? Yeah. My talk show, I'm not wearing a fucking suit, bro. You're in pajamas, bro. I'm showing, I'm showing up, yeah, I'm showing up, like, in PJs and a t-shirt and a fucking regular hat, and my show's gonna be, like, lax. And like, you know, like I probably still have skits and shit, 
But I'm not gonna have like the like. It's like a fucking staple, bro. The suit, yeah. Fuck the suit, dude. I don't want to wear the suit. That's crazy. I would have a band though. What band would you pick? You know how people have bands or like a a musician or something. James Corden's got like the beatbox, dude, and uh, Jimmy Fallon has got the roots. It's funny, dude. I'd have our uncle Daniel with his partner fucking playing the accordion. With an accordion, dude. That's what I was fucking thinking. <laughs> I was thinking, dude, if I'm a late night talk show host, I want a fucking Mexican group with the fucking accordion, bro. Just That's like, funny as fuck. Just ripping it on the side. <laughs> Every time I point to them, they take it away with like a fucking just the accordion going. It'd be like the, I'd have my like little side person. You know how Jimmy Kimmel has the Mexican guy? Yeah. I'd have a white guy. <laughs> As like your interview dude? The guy who goes out and interviews people? Yeah, yeah. I really like the guy actually from the Trevor Noah show. The guy that goes out and interviews people. Oh, like at the MAGA rallies and stuff that makes yeah. them look stupid? Yeah. Yeah, you take a different approach on that guy, I feel like, for your own show. I feel if I had my show and I had somebody interviewing, I would use, like, I'd be I'd be smart about it. I'd use, like, a kid, like a teenager. Like, maybe, like, my little brother who's, like, 13, and he'll just ask him, like, little kid-type questions. Or, like, with, like, the new the new slang, right? So, like, imagine he's interviewing people outside, and, like, he, he talks to some old lady, and they ask a question and answer, and then my little brother's just like, yeah, that's lit. <laughs> And then, or like the lady says something, he's like, no cap. And the lady's just going to look at him like, what the fuck does that even mean? I could see it being funny as hell with the little kid, but I feel yeah. like it had to be smaller than your brother. Not teenagers? You're thinking like a five-year-old? Yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen this kid. I'm showing you a video right now, but this kid is funny as fuck. I don't know, but I'd be cool with like a fat, like a teenager kid because like I feel like they can still cuss. I'm, you're like really about cussing. I'm not, I don't really, I mean, I'm, I'm like... I'm about cussing. I'm either, yeah. Like <laughs> what does that even mean? Like cussing to use like an everyday norm. You talked about it on the podcast. It is a norm. Like, I'll give you it's a norm. I don't, I don't see to cussing. To me, it's like either or. Like I don't, like I feel like, because you had said in the past that you, you like, if you want to swear, you want to swear, you know? Yeah, I see cussing as a, just a form of vocabulary that can be used no matter when. For me, I don't it's see it like, as bad. For me, it's like religion, you know? Like I don't know if there's a God. I don't know if there isn't a God. Like cussing. It's neither here or there for me. Yeah, I get in. I talk about that shit all the time with people, dude. Me and my boss, like, I listen to Joe Rogan at work, and like, really loudly, they're like saying like the f word and stuff Uh for like a small portion of the show. Like, they'll say bad words, right? Yeah, yeah. But he he's like walking by and he hears that one part and he's all like, "Hey, turn that off." And I was all like, "Why?" And he's all like, "Because they're cussing." And I was all like, "Yeah, but sometimes that's the only way to get your point across." Are you trying to censor me, bro? Are you trying to censor what I like to listen to, man? I'm 28. All right, I'm 28. At my age, I can process bad words. I don't even think they're bad words. I think they're just forms of vocabulary that need to be used some fucking times. And then he said, "Now turn it off." And I was like, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> you didn't stick it to the man. No, well, I also can't get fired. But I told him I was all like, I just don't see what the difference is because, like, at the time of day that we were there, he's like fucking 40. I'm 28. All the Mexican ladies are like in their 30s or 40s. No one there's a kid. <sighs> yeah, bro. It's just, that's a very wholesome company. Fuck that company. I don't care. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> On your last day there, you should just be like, play some ranchet ass song. It's just weird, dude. I don't understand. Like, even when they tell you not to listen to certain music, right? Like, well, I got trouble. just trying to put an image on, bro. Obviously, yeah. 
you disagree with it, but obviously it's their image that they're trying to protect. Yeah, but I'm not even at the face of the company. It's like if like. But you said it was loud as fuck. Yeah, but in the back. When you say loud as fuck, I picture like you being able to hear it a little bit up front. No, it's only in the back. And only I can hear. It's loud for my area, right? So like you're separated into areas in the store. Like I can hear it perfectly, but if you're somewhere else, you can't really hear it. So like it's just weird. It's like if you ask your warehouse worker at said grocery store, whatever. Yeah, right? yeah. If you were like, hey, you guys can't listen to this because we don't want the customers to hear it, even though you're not even at the fucking grocery store. You're at the warehouse. Yeah. I don't know, bro. All right. Well, that's the end of the hypothetical. <laughs> never been uh, never been uh, censored like that. Yeah, man. Fucking censorship, bro. But yeah, that's the end of episode 51. Welcome to the uh, half a century. Or is that what it is? 100 years? 1,000 years? I don't know. 100 years is a century. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was confident as fuck, bro. <laughs> well, you said it and then it confused me. It goes... It's a decade for 12, right? Or 10? Decade oh, is 10. Half a millennium, bro. Half a millennium is 50? Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's a century. Period of 100 years. Said it right. Well, yeah, but then you questioned it. Well, yeah, I'm uneducated. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, well, whatever. 51st episode. That's the conclusion. Check us out on fucking Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Facebook group, uh, where else? Apple, Apple Music, Spotify. It's Apple Podcast. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, yeah, Apple yeah. Music and Apple Podcast. You just gotta be special and tell your friends, man. Share with your friends. Make your friends listen. Tell your them friends. Tell your grandma. Tell your grandpa. Yeah, tell them it's awesome. Even if you don't think it's awesome, I don't care. Yeah, we probably don't have the same views, but. We're just here for a good time. We don't have the same views. I remember specifically in a certain episode, you said, fuck all people who like Trump. I don't give a shit. Yeah, about you, nothing. Can, you can say that, <laughs> even though you should yeah. believe in that. I know. It's not that I don't believe it. It's just that you were so, you were just like, I don't give a shit if you listen, blah, 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 blah. What if you guys were the best of friends? Nah, you remember that episode of Latino conservatives versus like. Yeah. Uh, Latino liberals and one of the liberal chicks was like no nah, I can't be friends with any of those people yeah. <laughs> that's me bro alright I can appreciate morally, that morally you have to agree with people to be friends with them and that's not morally right to me alright that's the end of the episode wait, wait, before we go fuck Trump dude say it come on yeah, yeah, fuck Trump alright we got it peace out peace <laughs>